The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, hot queens? Did you bring the baby gherkins? <laughs> this is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Where is the potential? Are you drunk? <laughs> so drunk right now. Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Clarabel A. Ortega. I'm Ryan LaSala, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. And we are back today with a pivotal chapter of Tyra Banks' Model Land, which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> Before we do, a quick plug for socials. Both Clarabelle and I are authors, so please check us out online. Look up Witchlings by Clarabelle, The Honeys by yours truly. And don't forget to like and rate the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so that new listeners can find us and rejoice in the joy that is the Bad Author Book Club. So, real quick, our social media handles are uh, on Twitter, we are Bad Author Pod. On Instagram, we are Bad Author Book Club. Our website is badauthorbookclub.wordpress.com. And all of our episodes are available wherever you stream your podcasts, but you can find them easily on anchor.fm slash badauthorbookclub. Let's get started with today's episode. Today's episode is Chapter 37 of Model Land by Tyra Banks. Man attack and heartache. <laughs> we're we're just staring at each other. We're staring into each other's eyes because neither of us knows where to start. But like but like the the main takeaway of this chapter yeah. is like that we both wanted to die. <laughs> so I was just at like a really fancy I was talking to Clarabelle about this before we started recording. I was at like a fancy like publishing thing before there's like a secret dinner and secret all I could think dinner. about I while that. I was like getting drunk and eating cacho at Pepe was that I got to leave and come home and record this episode of Bad Author Book Club, which... Uh, they were like, like, do you want to stay for drinks? And you're like, no, I got to go talk about Tyra Binks's book. I'm not kidding. Like, I read this earlier in the day. I've been thinking about it for the past couple of hours while I've been away at this mm. dinner. And I I thought that, like, in Marinara... Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. In Marinara... <laughs> I thought that in Marinara... Ryan's still at the dinner. Listen. 
marination. In marinara. <laughs> in the marinara of this. I don't, I'm also, I'm like two drinks deep and I've got a third in hand right now. So we're already stumbling our way through this. But I thought that like things would make a little bit more sense. But actually things have just like gotten so much worse. So you just like, like buckle up everybody. Please be yeah. safe listening to this episode because it's. The writing's not safe. <laughs> There's going to be things that I don't really know how to describe. So I think we need to, like, really support each other through this. Yeah, um, I... So basically, um, we start off with the Unicas huddled in a circle just outside the D. And, like, Tookie is just immediately a bitch. Like, <laughs> just immediately a bitch for yeah. no fucking reason. Like, yeah. her character has just changed. Like, she is someone else now. This whole chapter, it was... It was, like, somebody else. Totally random. And what I think happened is, like, Tyra meant to evolve Tookie throughout the story, but just never did, which we've harped upon time after time about how Tookie's not developing anything. All of that development got saved up and shunted into this chapter. So you're right. Like, it, like, it starts, she's a bitch. Yeah. So Dylan is, like, making sure. She's like, so you're sure that's where the emergency zip zap is? And Tookie's like, there's something about Dylan's voice that bothered her. And, like, <laughs> when you say that, it's like, you're just being a nitpicky hoe. Um, so she's like, so she's like, basically like, yes, for the 10th time. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, Bravo took me there to see it. And the girls are like, well, what are we going to do? And Tookie's like, we're going to go during man attack. And they're like, but aren't you competing? And it's just like snippy little conversation the girls are fighting this entire time and Tookie meanwhile in this fight is like I'm in love <laughs> I'm yeah, so well, in love what, uh, since when first of all two things what okay first of all she no three things just kidding three things okay so she says Bravo took her to see the zip zap when when off, off what, not who, during when? the book off the page They've gone to this. See, this is what I don't fucking like. So they were supposed to meet there to kiss, but first he showed it to her so that she could see it. It was like, this is where we're going to kiss later. <laughs> fucking crazy. stupid. Like, what the, what should have been done is for them to meet there and yeah. have a, their kiss, yeah. have it happen, so Tookie can see where the th- You were supposed to show that to us, okay? <laughs> yes. Now suddenly... One scene, one romantic scene, right? Because certainly it wasn't after Tookie was getting surgeried and was on drugs and kissed him, okay? <laughs> so now we're supposed to believe she's in love Yeah. all of a sudden. And, like, one thing she said to Piper was so fucking rude. Like, just oh, yeah. the tone of how it is. Like, Piper's like, and you're competing in Man Attack. And Tookie's like, correct, Piper. Like, who, excuse me? Yeah. Who do you think you are? Tookie's whole plan is crazy. Also, by the way, like the reason they're fighting is because the Unicas are like, you're going to leave us with your man. Like, you're going to flee without us. Like, you're choosing your man over us. So suddenly there's this weird, like, first of all, by the way, the last time we saw them all together, they were like, have fun. We'll give you the room, girly. Like, they were all leaving and like giggling at her. And now yeah. they're all like, you're choosing him over us because of, you know, this private zip zap that he's showing you, which... Makes zero sense, but they're suddenly in the middle of a fight that, like, never actually began. Stupid. Bad writing. Piss right. poor. It's Sorry, rid- Tyra. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. And I, you know what? I actually, what I think is mm. that, like, in Tyra's mind, when Tookie and Bravo had the last, like, interaction, that was her 
falling in love and that changed her basically like she's now in love like she's so different like that moment with bravo well she he told her that awful story about architecture and and that really sealed the deal right and now she feels like she's worthy of love because like she can't believe that somebody as handsome as him like somebody as like fucking ugly as she is right in her own mind she thinks she's ugly she's obviously not but so they're all talking about like also this discussion is like what their plan is their plan's stupid basically they're like okay we've got to get to the zip zap which is under the stadium without any like with like without anybody noticing and like we've got to stage distraction which totally ignores the fact that Tookie was just there with bravo the night before why did they wait not just go last right. night. Why did they wait until like just now? But they're like, no. During Man Attack, <laughs> this is the plan. Piper, it's gonna. She's gonna go and find the switchboard. Literally, that's the line. Like, you're gonna go find the switchboard, and she's like, what switchboard? And Toki's like, I don't know. Like the switchboard. Like, you just stop asking me. <laughs> there dumb must fucking be a switchboard. As if like all things are on my switchboard. Piper has to go find the switchboard. She has to cause a blackout, and then <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> has to cause a distraction by fainting, which is hysterical because it's going to be during, like, a stadium. Imagine someone fainting in a pre-Travis Scott era during, uh, like, stadium anything would never have caused a ruckus. Now it just causes whoever's on stage to go, y'all right out there, love. Like, that's kind of what happens. <laughs> and But still, it would not, like, totally commandeer the attention of literally all of Model Land. They don't need a distraction anyways because they're, like, technically supposed to be sleeping. And then Shiraz's role in all this is that she can see in the dark. Which, again, remember, Piper's causing a blackout. So they need someone who can see the dark. I don't know why they don't just keep the lights on and be sneaky. But this is the plan. And they're, like, nitpicking it with Tookie. And Tookie's like, well, if you wanted a different leader, you should have elected somebody else. Harumph! Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, wasn't the whole point of waiting till man attack the fact that that in itself was a distraction like everyone's going to be watching this thing that's happening so we can escape and instead they have to cause an additional distraction which which it just doesn't make any sense to me like, like you're totally Dylan right like, do? why didn't yeah like didn't they just why didn't they just escape before nobody was watching clearly like Chucky should have just like kissed bravo and then been like okay let's escape now that night what? but no she had to get in this last fucking bonkers banana crazy <laughs> bullshit competition so that's why we're still here this is why right like so that tyra can do this. and the thing is tyra does can't even get her brain around the fact that like the really easy solution to like what we're describing here which is like why is any of this happening the way it is is that she just needs to make Tuki really want to compete that could be Tookie's goal, that, like, she needs to see this through. There's some, like, external goal as to why she needs to be in the man attack thing. Maybe it's going to give her, I don't know, some sort of actualization. It could even be, like, a material resource. Like, I don't know, something they took from her. A stupid toothbrush that her bothered and then her dad's DNA testing. It doesn't matter. If Tookie really I wanted to compete, that. that would make sense of why, you know, she's suddenly competing. But we don't know why. Tookie's being forced into this competition. But she had the chance to leave last night and didn't take it. Yeah. Now the girls are, are fighting about it. And Tookie's like, I'm doing my best. And then they're like, well, it looks like you're abusing your power. <laughs> and they call her the Belladonna. And, like, then they start name-calling one another. And Tookie fires back and calls Dylan 
Zarpesa and Chaste, which doesn't make any sense. And, and finally, Charles is like, stop, stop fighting. I don't like it when we fight. It's like a pointless fight that came out of nowhere. And Tookie's like being a bitch. She's like, duh, to like Piper when she's like confused about the switchboard. what they're doing. And she literally says, I thought you were the intelligent one. Where is this fucking aggression coming from? She gets one little boyfriend moment and suddenly she has no time for her friends. It's honestly realistic. <laughs> it it kind of is. It makes me worry about Tyra's <laughs> behavior when she's with a person. And not just because of this, but because of a lot of things that happen in this chapter. Um, so Tyra's like, not Tyra, sorry. Tookie is like, I can't, like, she's like, I can't believe that, like, somebody's so wondrous and lovely a remember boy she calls him would would love me and like she's like daydreaming about him when they're trying to like figure out a plan so then this fucking i don't understand so tookie's talking about how she's so upset because she finally found something amazing which was like bravo and model land and now she had to leave yes. it when has model land been amazing show, show me, me one show time. me amazing Show me one time. Like, Madeline has been nothing but weird and crazy and, like, like traumatizing for her. Like, there hasn't been a, a moment of triumph. There hasn't been, like, we didn't get the moment of Tookie coming into her own power and, like, sort of, like, saying, like, oh, my God, this is hard, but I can do it. And, like, yeah. suddenly believing in herself. We got none of that. So, like, this whole time, it's just been, like, vignettes of, like, how weird Model Land is. And now Tookie's like, I can't believe I have to leave this place that's, like, perfect. And, like, Bravo, my boyfriend, who's also perfect. And, like, these fucking stupid bitches that I've been through everything with. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, the lesbian pouch. Like, that's where that we are. nothing to you. <laughs> yeah, the, the extent to Tookie's enjoyment of Model Land was... Uh, a woman who has roller skates surgically sewn onto her feet, calling her pretty once in the ER. Like, that was the big moment of Model Land. Like, and of course, it reduces basically all of Tookie's enjoyment of the place down to being called pretty, which, again, like, undermines the whole point of the book to be like, it's not about being pretty. Apparently, it is for it Tookie. It actually is. And further, <laughs> I just love this moment. Tookie's like, like, they're like, well, why don't you just bring Bravo with you? And Tookie's like, I could never do that. He's in heaven here. He loves architecture. And he, like, <laughs> like that's that's why Bravo can't come in Tookie's mind, is that she couldn't pull him away from staring at buildings. It is, <laughs> so, it is so flimsy. Like, how is this real? Bravo's how? in heaven here, surrounded by model and architecture, she said. He's living his dream. What we need to be focusing on is ourselves which is just ridiculous insane. so truly truly wild to and, me and again um, they're like asserting that like and we need to focus on like ourselves as in like we need to stay alive we still don't know what's trying to to kill them but that's where the scene ends and we get like a little bit of like a little time jump into the next morning yes and tookie is standing in at the bathroom mirror and like suddenly she's not fucking ugly anymore like <laughs> yes. like suddenly she has like some curves and like she's like am i hallucinating and she's like hair body face she's singing that into the into the mirror so she she was like she hated to even think the word about herself the word dr erica had used to describe her prit and then Guru Ganero's voice blared through the air. So, like, 
I why does she hate to think that she's pretty? Like Cause why? Because like, this whole book has to do with like Tyra being like, actually, I was beautiful all along, <laughs> which we know because you're Tyra Biggs. Like it all comes down to pretty, which is such a bizarre thing to focus on, even though, you know, the book is about like models and things like that, too. It just doesn't feel like what Tyra meant to do. It's just such a missed opportunity because I yeah. feel like there is so much that you can pull from in terms of like what is the undercurrent of like being a model and like the sort of like dark underbelly of all of those things and making that into like a dark dystopian fantasy I feel like it's almost like a brilliant idea and like sort of like one of those ideas is like here is a best-selling book on a platter Mm -hmm. especially coming from somebody like Tyra Banks but I but I feel like she wasn't able to let go of like her vision for the book and like Mm -hmm. that ended up fucking her up because like had she just let the them like outline it a little bit and like give her a little bit more like feedback and like make like a coherent sort of plot at least and then she could fill it in with like all her like crazy shit Mm -hmm. then it would have been a lot more interesting could have been like fun and funny to like read but instead it's just like torture to read (laughs) right because like nothing makes sense tookie is not um she's not charismatic at all like we're supposed to care about her dying. I actually don't care about her dying. I actually hope she does. Like, <laughs> that would make the book worth it to me. Like, watching Tookie die would be like, okay, I guess I'll give it, like, three stars. Right three, yeah, three stars. Instead like, of zero. Oh, man. Yeah, it's hard to DNF this book, but I don't want to keep reading. Like, really, I'm ready to stop. Like, I would like to be doing other things with my time. But here, here we are for you, our listeners. For you. Yeah. Ugh, so... Tookie is in the in the bathroom. She's looking at her reflection, being like, am I hot? But before she can really think that, there's an announcement being like, Bella's man attacks today. Um, your man attack virginity, you're gonna lose it. Go to like everything, everything in this chapter is like sassy gay man, because Guru Canero is just like pure gay. Um, he's like, Don't forget to bring protection. And by that I mean elbow and knee pads, slurping sound, like it's all lewd. Uh, and then um the 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 girls come in and they're like Kick some testosterone prissy boy ass. And the more I learned about Man Attack, first of all, we're learning everything we know about Man Attack in this chapter as it's mm-hmm. happening, which is so bizarre because it seems to be such a pivotal thing in this world. And yet we're learning yeah. about it as Toki's learning. Toki is literally competing and doesn't know any of the rules and also doesn't at any point wonder, like, I wonder how to compete. No, literally no. People are like, honey, you probably want to know what's about to happen. Well, I'm here. I am telling. It feels like a Meg Stalter skit. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> who should show up? Because again, like Tookie can't even like move rooms by herself. But who should show up to like help her along? It's fucking CL. Yeah. She like grabs her arm or something and like pulls her out of the room. Like <laughs> yeah. everything is very like... Yeah like grab somebody by the ear and like take them to detention feeling (laughs) um so she's taken to something called the bella prep zone and is told to strip because she'll be competing in her underwear which is which is the start of like well my braces really fucking got in the way of me trying to say that um (laughs) which is the start of like this very like perverted and inappropriate sort of section of this book where like (laughs) everybody is like half naked and like people are like ogling them and it's like including the teachers and like 
the way that Tyra would have been so fucking canceled if she tried to do that today, I almost wish it was happening just so I could laugh because, like, it would just be so vicious. Like, this is... (laughs) This is above and beyond. Like, um, Which is, not to say, like, we're making light of it. It is really bad. And also, I just want to point out that, like, any time... First of all, this whole book is written in binaries. Boys versus girls. Like, the love of a boy yeah. and a girl. Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But there are queer characters or queer-coded characters, but they're queer-coded in the um, shades of perversion. We never get, like, any sort of queerness that isn't, like, an adult man looking at, like, a male model and being like, I would like to milk his man boobies. Hee hee hee. Like, it's, like, all, like, little glib jokes and and things like that. And it's incessant and not even worth, like, going through every single one. But this whole thing, because there's an announcer sort of describing kind of a play-by-play of everything that happens in this chapter. And all of the, like, queerness in this book is sort of wrapped into... Um, lust, which is a really bad thing to do and something that I would like to flag because yeah. if you're an author, like, do a quick skim of, like, your queer characters. If they're always, like, yeah. talking about, like, hooking up and, like, you know, um, all the lascivious acts that, like, gay people have kind of fought really hard to, like, <laughs> to, like, sort of round out, right? Like, not just make that the yeah. only thing that we do <laughs> in media, then uh, it's something that you want to check in your own work. Um, and Tyra never got that feedback, or she did, and she was like, no, actually... Gay people are just, like, slutty playthings to, to, like, have fun with. Yeah. And that's kind of what made it into the book. Yeah, for sure. That is that is an excellent point and very true. Like, every gay or gay queer-coded character is, like, dehumanized and, like, reduced to just sex and sass. And that's it. Like, there's nothing more. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody else has much substance in this book anyway, <laughs> but, like, true. that's, like, yeah, the only the thing stars. they have. Um so we find out that Chase and Zarpeza are also competing. Of course, like, of all the people to compete, it has to be, like, Tookie's, like, two rivals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing I forgot, like, right after CL appears and, like, even the bathroom, like, is scared of her. Like, it, like, reacts to her presence. Tookie's reaction and the only thing she says to this person who's supposedly trying to kill her is, uh, that's it. <laughs> like... We've we've learned nothing. We have we have come so far and gone nowhere. Like yeah, she doesn't try to run. She's not like, yes. oh my god, this is a person who's trying to kill me. I have to get away from her. I have to hide. I have to do something. No, she just stands there, and goes uh, and lets her pull her away. She doesn't fight her. Nothing. She could be taking you to a fucking cliff to push you off of it. She doesn't give a shit. She even like, has the thought of like, oh no, like like wait, no. CL's like, it's time to torture you. And CL means like with man attack. But Toki's like, oh, I guess I'm about to die. Like she has that thought and doesn't do anything about it she's just dragged all the way to the arena and finally they get there and she's like i guess i'm not dying right now but we watch Tookie have the thought of like oh my final moments are upon me and in the moment of mortal peril does nothing so they get to, they get to the arena they're in the bella prep like academy room i don't know and of course the roster goes up and like the roster like is the people competing. So it's Chase versus Alexander, Zarpesa versus Webb, Tookie versus Bravo. Why these people makes... It's never explained. I have no idea why it's these people. It would be really cool if these were, like, 
the top students and that we'd seen Toki sort of rise and excel and model it, it would make sense that the fact that she really liked being there, if she was the top of her class and actually did really well, that would make sense of her right. not wanting to leave. But no, we get none of that. It's just by virtue of the fact that these are just like, it's like the main character and her foils. That's the only reason right. these are the, the people that are in the ring. And I, again, don't know why they're like fighting the boys, but that's the, that's the whole like point of what's about to happen. It's basically these like dueling matchups. And I wish I could explain to you like how any of the shit works in this. We'll do our best. It's very confusing. It's like, it's like, it's like gay Super Mario. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't and, and like what you were saying is like so true. Like, because they're like, had they made it sort of like that Tookie ended up being like the top student and like knowing this whole time, like, ooh, you might compete in man attack. Like if you keep Easy. like rising and like her and mm-hmm. Zarpiza like fighting to like try to be the ones who represent their class or whatever. And it turns out it's both of them because they have a tie. It was, it's very like just out of nowhere. Like now we're at this competition. We don't know why it's them on a side from it has to be them because that's the point of the book. Also, before we get the lineup, like Zarpeza's like, like Chucky's like, are you okay? Like she tries to like be nice to Zarpeza. Yes, yeah. And, Zarpe- and Zarpeza's like, um, ew bitch, like get away from me. Um, did you tell anybody about my family? And Tookie's like, no. And Zarpeza's like, yeah, right. Like, you would never not tell. And, like, we're supposed to be like, oh, Tookie's such a good person. She's she so didn't tell anybody. God. Whatever. Yeah, no, dumb. So doesn't, doesn't land. So the <laughs> Zarpeza and Tookie are, like, in the Bella room together. Chase is up first. And there's, like, a big announcement about, like, welcome, welcome to the pretty ladies and the even prettier gentlemen, wink, wink. And... They took you somehow during this. Like, they're... Okay, let me reset. So, what you need to know about the arena is it's a giant spherical arena with people seated all along the walls. And there is a long plank of wood, like, across the center of the arena. Imagine just, like, a, a catwalk. It's it's described as a plank of wood, though. But it, she means a catwalk. And Tookie's, like, standing on it during, like, the welcoming ceremony... Also, all of this happens in a really clipped pace, so it all feels really unmagnificent. Like, it really feels like a school play. And Tookie's out there, like, she's out there. They're standing there. They're like, welcome, welcome. Tookie looks up. Like, doesn't register the boom of the audience, the space, the perilous drop, the the glare of lights. We get none of that. And mention, you know, all of the ceremony that you get in, like, um, The Hunger Games. Like, that's such a big part of that book. None of that was here. Uh, Tookie looks up. Tookie is so bored by Tyra's writing that she looks up into the rafters and spots Piper crawling around on the ceiling. Yeah. And it's like, ah, our plan is in motion. Which begs the question of if Tookie, who's on stage, is just like looking up, how come no one else sees Piper scuttling about in the sky? Yeah, just Tookie sees her. And (laughs) she has like bright white hair, so she like stands out. Yeah. And... They so they so then they try to like explain the rules of the game. <laughs> Zero of the useful information in this, this paragraph. Um so there's so it so it's in four phases, okay? The first is touch. So they have to touch each other and it's like, oh yes, contact people between man and woman. These are may I remind you, children. Okay. Second, wardrobe. Um, they can stay naked if they want, like half naked, because they are half naked. By the way, they describe the testosterone um, costumes as they have briefs 
with exposed slits of their buttocks. And yeah, they're they're wearing like assless um, chaps. It is. I when I read that part, like I I turned into the scream mask. Like my mouth just <laughs> opened, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it, that was me. I w- I was so shocked. Like I couldn't believe like that she did that. So second wardrobe, they can stay naked, but like they lose. They lose point. They lose points. It says. Yeah. Um. Third is like makeup, and then there's like explosives. Explosive and makeup. And fourth yeah. and finally, snaps, which is like a a, fo- a photo finish, right? Yeah. So then they have themes for each of the contestants, which also don't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> so like. Tookie's like thinking about how she needs to escape and how she's not gonna say goodbye to Bravo and then she's like it's better this way cleaner fewer tears like that writing is another character like that's <laughs> like first of all the way that she's writing her like like a clipped writing like that is somebody who's like a ruthless character who's like serious who's like to the point who like knows what they need to do or even yeah. feels like that in this moment but Tookie is literally none of those things so I'm like, who the fuck is, is she? There's something so serious about her in this chapter. You're right. Like, who is this? And why is she like, I now take my duty so seriously. Like, this is the most agency we've seen. And as it turns out, it doesn't matter. Because, again, she's, like, sort of hand-guided through all of this. But you're right. Like, it feels like a totally different person. So, so, um, so, what's her face goes first? Chase, Chase. goes first. Mm, come on, slut. And as she goes, um what's his face bravo sneaks into the bella prep area um and as he like he tells zarpeza get the fuck out i want to talk to tiki and like zarpeza's like really her and he's like yeah her bye Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and zarpeza's like so mad and she leaves um and then he starts like massaging tookie right like the moment he goes into the the into the area the, like, Bella prep zone, which is, like, like they have full visibility of what's happening to Chase. So it sort of begs the question of, like, are they in, like, a mirrored booth or something like that? That's kind of how I imagined it. Yeah, I was thinking of sort of, like, a bo- box seat type of situation. That's how, that's how but, like, I saw it, too. Prep- and <laughs> you're right. Like, he walks in, and it's not just, like, you know, like, a coach going up behind a player and, like, massaging their shoulders. Like, hey, hey, Chip, you're like, you, you gonna get them? He walks in and starts massaging her Scalp, which is a crazy thing to do. I mean, the next time you see somebody, even someone you like, imagine walking up to them and just putting your fingers in there and being like, Gucci, Gucci. It is so weird to me. Um, so uh, he's, <laughs> it is like really deranged. Like, he starts like massaging her, massaging her hips, and then he starts massaging her scalp and like explaining how the how the game works right she didn't ask him but he's he's mansplaining man attack um (laughs) and we're watching like this is clever okay in the sense that like we get the explanation as chase is going through it so we're sort of watching and learning at the same time this should have happened way earlier in the book or something the fact that it's happening right now it's so silly but i understand why tyra like did it this way so we're sort of getting the play-by-play from bravo and the announcers as chase is going through with her own round. It begins with a piercing buzzer. And then this line really made me laugh. The two people, Chase and Alexander, run at top speeds towards each other. When Chase was five feet in front of the boy, she grabbed him and gave him a big, wet, sloppy kiss on the lips. And then pushed him off the plank. Which, I don't... 
How did she do that from five feet away? Girl, I wish I knew. I don't know. She would have been a pro at social distancing because how do you do that and kiss somebody at the same time? That takes skill. So we figure out when they fall off of the plank, it's actually like anti-gravity. Um, yes. And this whole time, Tookie is like now trying to like tell Bravo like, hey, I'm leaving. But he's like so busy telling her the rules, like what comes next and like the rules that he's not really listening to her. Mm-hmm. And wait, wait, uh, what was Chase's um, theme? It's so bonkers. <laughs> oh, it it's so, like karate. It's like, it's a, so the way that the, the theme works is that it's a yoga instructor versus a karate studio. Like, I, yeah, this is so crazy. And so the, um, the line that I liked is you both have open new businesses next door to each other. Who refuses <laughs> to go bankrupt? This is the theme of the photo shoot between Chase and Alexander, which, so, like, all of this is happening. Tookie's getting a scalp massage, and meanwhile, like, these two people are, like, cosplaying as, like, karate and yoga instructors in, like, a fashion showdown, which is, like, I don't know, like, it just, it makes no sense. Uh, the, The touch is the first phase. Chase, like, kisses slash body slams Alexander off the plank. You lose points for that. Then they have to get dressed, so fashion's the next phase, which it basically involves cannons firing clothing at them. Yeah, and it can hurt them too because like it's like shoes and accessories <laughs> yeah, also. Like bangles, right? Um, yeah, like bangles, and so <laughs> Chase like picks the karate one, um, the karate outfit, and uh, Gunero says picking kick ass over stretch ass which is not like a real thing it's not that's not stretch ass isn't real it's like stretchy okay. ass pants like like those hilaria leggings that they like to tell me about on tiktok yeah it's not this, Stop this it, podcast everybody. is sponsored by hilaria so then it's the makeup phase and there was so much like logic to this that n- never made sense to me do you know how this works i don't i don't i don't really know what's going on okay <laughs> yeah. like there's two balls one is red one is blue and like it like you have to engage it and then you can use what's inside of it i guess but then it explodes or something right right, right? so there's like ball like balls flying around yeah just balls. like you said R- balls balls everywhere <laughs> Um, they're red and blue, and, like, you can, like, the girl, okay, they're sexed balls. So, like, the red balls are for girls, the blue balls are for boys. So this is basically, like, this a gender why reveal. gender is poison. Yeah, is it's truly. And the maki balls, that's what they're called, are, they, they are full of makeup for the girls. Like, eye stuff, blush, lipstick. The boys just get a substance called mandation in their, in their blue balls. They're just full of something called mandation. I don't like this. And Gunero says, way to give a guy blue balls, honey. Like, can we stop this right now? (laughs) Yeah. This is like, this is Riverdale level writing. Like, this is CW. This is Freeform. Yeah, it's giving pop TV. (laughs) Okay, what happens next? Well, okay, Bravo at some point licks Tookie's eyebrow during all of this. Like, there's balls oh, of makeup exploding, please. and then <laughs> Bravo, Tookie's like, I really need to tell you something. And Bravo's like, shh, 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 licks his fingers, and I was like, please don't put his them thumb, in his mouth. His thumb, his thumb. Very specifically his thumb. And gently rubs Tookie's 
eyebrows with his like saliva thumb, which I don't understand why. I think it's supposed to Look, be we're sweet. Not kink, we're not trying to kink shame Tyra, but like maybe if your thing is like fingers and eyebrows, like don't don't make it part of your book. Yeah. For children. Or like Thanks. you know, it'd be different if like Toki like okay, like Bravo, maybe his really unruly eyebrows need to be like sorted out, and like Toki's done this to him before. Like I don't know. Like I get like having. I mean, like, there's a, a way to make it less less bad, I guess. Like, yeah, right there. Okay, that's the theme of this podcast. There is a way to make it less bad, but Tyra doesn't find her. But way it's to still it. gonna and, be bad, yeah. Yeah, so he's like licking her like a cat, basically smoothing out her crazy eyebrows, and and then let's see. Okay, she wanted to, like, Tookie, like, stalls. And is basically like, I'm, I could hold on to this moment forever. Uh, and she's wondering, like, when the blackout's coming. Because, again, remember, like, their plan is happening right now. Like, Piper is looking for the switchboard, like, on the ceiling. You know, the place where you keep switchboards. And it doesn't come. And Tookie's like, please, I have to tell you what's going to happen after man attack. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo leans in close, puts his mouth close to, to her ear. Like, during this tender moment, goes... Okay, I have to tell you about the next part of the competition. I can't. <laughs> Proceeds oh to God, tell her I about can't. the final phase of the competition, which is basically a photo shoot. Yeah. So there's this, I guess, machine that, like, starts coming down from the ceiling or something. And they count down. This is verbatim. Count down from Z to A. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. I am... <laughs> I am so sick of this. Like, everything has to... Like, you can't even have a fucking normal countdown in this book. Like, you have to count down with letters. Like, no. not like other girls. Random, raw energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just... It's too much. Yes. Um, so, basically, you have to, like, manage to be, like, the focal point of the picture to get more points. At A. When, um, when they snap and, the photo at A. Yeah. And if the boy overshadows you, then he gets more points. Um... So, and then they make the um, distinction that they're not just competing against the boys. They're also competing against one another. So, yeah. the, so like, the girls are trying to get the most points. The boys are trying to get the most points. Because there's, like, one overall winner, I guess. Even if your side wins, there is still a winner on your side. Yeah. Why? Because Tookie has to win. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like we know what's going to happen. Tookie's going to do fantastic. Right. In this instance, the countdown hits A. Chaste wins. She blows uh, Alexander out of the water. She gets 85 points, and Alexander gets yeah. 30. And 30. Chase is like, yay, I did it, and does like a slutty dance. And everyone's like, that slut, go slut. Then it's Zarpace's turn. And, and Zarpace's <laughs> Wait, but Chase also, wait, Chase took, takes a huge bounding leap off a plank and does a soft landing <laughs> in a group of testosterone sitting in a line of seats along the struts. Like, so she like swan dives into like the crowd and like lands sitting like among boys and she's like perfectly fine. Like, I thought it was anti-gravity, first of all. How is she not hurt? Like, how far away are these fucking things from the floor i'm just so confused which is by the way i was watching america's like, except model like cycle 22 or something and this is literally a theme photo shoot in it so tyra's got like 10 ideas total uh and i i love a good spider theme in a book 
Uh, I like the idea of a you sexy. Love spiders, I do that's spiders, <laughs> and I do. So what? So what? And so the Zarpesa, like unlike the other theme, where like they got to choose Zarpesa's like assigned the role of spider, and so Bravo is like finally like I want to tell I like let's kiss or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And Pokey's like I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to tell you something specific, and he's like, "What are you trying to tell me?" And she's like, "I'm leaving, and I've been trying to tell you all this time, but I'm leaving." And he's like, what? Why wouldn't you tell me? Which is a great question, because they had last night together at the point of, like, where they're leaving from. And I don't know why Toki, like, waited. But again, that scene was never written. Tyra opted out of, like, writing this, like, extremely important scene. So now they're having a fight about it. And it is a great question, because I have the same question. Why didn't she tell him this before? But it doesn't matter. She just told him now. And now this is, like, this is their, like, big meltdown as as a couple in the book. It is so fucking stupid that, like, they want us to care so badly about, A, Tookie leaving and leaving Bravo behind when they the, the relationship wasn't established, and B, like, them competing together as it's a big deal that they have to compete against one another. Like, we don't care. In a game that um, we don't even understand, like, what's at stake. Like, it'd be different if we understood, like, how the game worked or if there was a penalty, but... For all we know, they could be playing, like, big checkers. Yeah, and that would have been preferable. I would have understood it a little bit more. So, basically, Bravo, like, he does the fuckboy thing of, like, pretending he never cared about her in the first place because he's right. so mad. And yeah. he's like, the, ki- the kiss between us was just a bet anyway. Like, and so Tookie, of course, has, like, a meltdown over it because, like, that was, like, her biggest insecurity, right? That, mm-hmm. like, there's no way this guy could actually like me because, like, I'm so fug. Um, and so to have him confirm it, she just, like, completely freaks out. And Bravo's just, like, really hurt. He's like, you use me. You basically yeah. used me to find out where the zip zap was. And so yeah. Tookie's like, get out! She screams. And this shit made me laugh so much. <laughs> Bravo just says, peace. And he spins around and storms away. Like, That's how I imagined that. Let me tell you something. That was the most realistic part of this book. Because if you ever dated a straight man from New York City, that is what they will say in any situation. Peace. They, that's how they will leave you. My grandma just died. Peace. Yeah. I'm, I'm having your baby. Peace. Like, Peace. it doesn't matter. That That's what they say. So, yeah. Tyra got that one thing right. No, it's um, true. That part made me lol, and I put yes <laughs> next to it, or like a tender for Rose. And all the while, like, Zarpesa's fighting for her life. I don't even know. And she basically, like, she kicks Weber's ass. Uh, Tookie has, like, a full meltdown, by the way. Like, how could he ever do this to me? Like, of course, I'm a fugly forget a girl. Like, she basically is like, I'm going to a place in my mind that I'll never recover from. I'm, like, so emotionally shattered that this boy has rejected me that I just I met. hate that. I, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, I hate that, like, the one time we get any sort of, like, rage and emotion, it's because of a boy. Yes. Yeah. And, like, like, Tookie has had no reactions to, like, anything. Like, like every emotion thrown at Tookie, like, she's always tamping it down. She can never feel anything. And if she does, she can't and, like, won't show it. And suddenly, not only is she in love, but, like, now she's, like, heartbroken and everything is down to a romantic relationship. And I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing that pulls her out of this, like, spiral is she's like, I'm the leader of the the Unicas and I need to, I'm, like, finally some leadership because then she's like, I'm tired of feeling powerless. That's the best line in this whole chapter. 
Right. Yes. Finally, she's like, I'm in this whole book. This yes, finally, like I'm like Tookie, like takes stock of the fact that she has been powerless in everybody else's designs, and she's like, No, I can do this one thing well. Like I can, I can win Manita. Mm-hmm. I would have loved for Tookie to have realized this. 200 pages ago like i can yeah. not win man attack i can become a good model i've got the potential like i'm tired of feeling powerless this is actually something that like probably should have been in the very beginning of the book like you can start a book and being like character has been powerless for their entire life but now they've got a chance to change that think of like charlie and the chocolate factory like that's a character who like sort yeah. of lucks into a in a, like a, a moment of like i've got an opportunity and takes it. We don't care about watching all of Charlie's life play out. Like, there's only a few scenes where we're like, oh, this is destitution. But Toki has spent the entire novel being, like, personality destitute when we really just needed, like, one or two scenes to sort of set the stage, and then she has this realization. But here we are having it on page 441, right at the climax, which is just way, way, way too late, and therefore it sort of rings hollow. But... It is just in time for her to decide, I'm going to fucking kick Bravo's ass in, like, the upcoming yeah. battle, which is happening in two minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I completely agree with everything that you said. And, like, in that, I, I highlighted, I'm tired of feeling powerless. And I wrote, fucking finally. Because it was, like, <laughs> finally, finally, finally. Like, something. Give, go, girl, give us one thing. Um, give us girl. So, Zarpeza kicks, um... Webb's ass, like, she gets 92 points, Webb gets 25, and then suddenly it's Tookie's versus Bravo, and she is, like, full of adrenaline, she's, like, telling herself, like, you're powerful, and it's, you're powerful, I don't know if it looks like this in your book, but it's power, Power and then F-U-L in caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and she's like, you're going to kick his ass. You're going to, like, show him. And Tookie, and then, like, she, like, explodes, like, onto the scene. Like, she's, like, ready. Like, yeah. she's, like, it says, like, Tookie lurched out into the plank like a tiger spr- sprung from its cage. Um, so she's, like, ready to fight. And Gennaro says, Bravo, you can steal my family jewels any day. Is Bravo not also a child? Bravo's also, yeah, presumably a teenager in this, too. And this is actually literally where I wrote, like, gay people equal, like, sexy pedophiles. Because that's kind of how, like, all the gay people yeah. are in this book. Is, yeah. Like, sex it's not okay. Yeah. No, it's not. It's yeah, actually it, quite it, it, bad and really, really pejorative. And uh, I, uh, it makes me doubt, like, the safety of the gay people around Tyra Banks, <laughs> to be quite honest. Sorry, Tyra. Yeah, uh, it just feels like... It's very, like, gay BFF, you're my accessory and not an actual person. So the buzzer sounds and Tookie sprints forward. She's 10 feet away, 6 feet away, 3 feet away. Remember, the first phase of this is contact, which I don't understand why this is a phase. Basically, they just have to, like, touch bodies to, like, end this phase. I don't know what that means. Uh, Chase, remember, like, gives a kiss to this guy. Mm -hmm. Tookie fully, like... Like she clotheslines Bravo with her arm, so suddenly she's like she's like she's there's just like a martial artist clotheslines him and like throws him out of the arena, but the anti gravity pulls him back into the orb arena, and like Ganero's like crazy eyes may not just look crazy, she's definitely crazy, and like meanwhile. Bravo's like, Tookie, stop. Stop fighting with me. Like, I was just kidding. Like, it wasn't a bet. And she's like, she's like 
frantic and trying to like focus the yeah focused on them yeah. yeah so like they go they basically go through the phases like the wardrobe and everything and like the whole time um Tookie is like kind of she's doing well but she's also losing points because she's like beating the shit out of him <laughs> yeah. on like hitting him in the face and stuff when she's not supposed to she literally punches him in the face i forgot yeah about that. yeah um she gets minus five points and someone's like kick her in the head bravo um, that should be an easy target to hit because he has a big head. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm not a punching bag, Tookie. And Tookie says, and I am not a joke. Um, so then the Maki balls appear. Uh, Bra- Bravo tries to, like, kick them away. And he also gets a penalty of 10 points, minus 10 points. And he's, like, telling Tookie, like, you have to get dressed. Like, he's trying to help her win. Yeah. And Tookie is like, what the fuck? Like, why are you helping me now? And I can't believe, like, my first real kiss was just a bet. Oh, God. And then she, somehow, during this entire fight, in front of a whole arena, Tookie stops to, like, have this monologue about (laughs) how her perfect kiss is going to be. And I think with my braces right now, I should really just recite it. I'm going to put some good Um, music behind this. So give give me everything you've got. All right, here we go. My first kiss, Bravo my real first kiss know what it's going to be he paused waiting it's going to be under a perfect sunset near a garden of golden flowers spreading as far as the eye can see Tookie said making it up as she went along the lucky guy who will get to pucker with my suckers will be wearing a tuxedo and and he's going to sing to me a song he wrote and he'll dance to it he needs to make me laugh and make me cry Bravo blinked. Are you for real? Hell yeah, I'm for real. Then he will open up his shirt like a superhero, she went on. And on his chest will be written, Tookie, you are the most amazing girl I have ever laid eyes on. And I can't decide which I love more, your green or your brown eye. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Come on, you have to finish Then he'll have to touch my face gently with both hands. Her eyes spilled newer, fresher tears. And he'll kiss my forehead, both of my cheeks, and then my nose. Then he'll spray whipped cream straight into my mouth. And then his. And then he'll part his mouth just a little and press his lips against mine. And for me, it will feel like the kiss will never end. Because it won't. It will go on forever. And it will feel amazing. (laughs) I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know. Oh, first of all, really amazing. The retainer list really gives this a new life. Thank you, thank you. It's really impressive. Yeah, like... I I get what this was supposed to be, right? You've got a character breaking down and it's like supposed to be emotional and desperate and like sad, right? Like in its franticness. This was yeah. so silly and I I read this and cried laughing, which not the point. Yeah, which is it's not the point at all. And it's like you also have to remember that this is in the middle of like an arena and like a battle like it's not like a quiet moment where they can talk about this everybody's watching them so 
like what's happening as she's speaking they're just standing there it just doesn't make any sense yeah yeah anyways the the gyro like mechanism that takes the photos comes to life and the countdown begins z y x and the following like nine pages are written with all these passages interspersed with like the entire alphabet written backwards to give us a sense of urgency because there's like a countdown happening the issue that i have with this because it's a useful device to show like a countdown and to like chunk out like a scene into it makes sense i um i've used this before but the distance between like segments of the alphabet is vastly different so there'll be like small sentences between like countdowns and then there will be like a page long scene and conversation which just implies the audience is like z y x (laughs) s rp like it's so silly but the conversation is important so we should we should go through it but the countdown does it's not working yeah, they're, they're basically, like, he's telling her, um, he's, like, telling her, I want you to win. And, like, he's telling her, I, I, I lied to you, basically. Like, I was just hurt. Yeah. Um, I I didn't mean it. So why are you, she's like, why are you doing this? Like, she basically is like, I don't understand why you're trying to help me win. Yeah. And he's like, I'm feeling guilty. And he's like, you deserve better than me, Tookie. I'm like, what? Does she really? Like, she's the one that lied to him. Like, he said something in the heat of the moment that was, like, fucked up. But it was only literally five minutes ago, and he walked it back. Like, so anyway, Chucky, this next part, I almost threw up. So she's like, you know I do deserve better. And she's like, and there is somebody better than you. Believe it or not, Theophilus Lovelaces. (laughs) No fucking way. The crowd Um, fell silent, but suddenly from the wings are Paisalette on a shriek. Which is so funny. Like, the idea of someone just screaming bloody murder, like, in the far distance is comedy gold. It also implies, if the crowd goes silent, that they've been hearing them speak Every this entire time. Word. Yes. God damn it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so then Tookie's like, yeah, he's not tall or good looking and nobody likes him, but he's still better than you. And he and Bravo's like, is that why you're leaving to go be with him? And Tucky's like, maybe, maybe I am. Which like again, like this has all been reduced to like little petty, like, like, I'm your boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend, I'm jealous. And and Bravo's like, I can't believe you. Like you're you're just like every other girl, which is like probably death to Tucky. And and he's like, I just said that because I was pissed at you. Blah blah blah. They sort of have out their fight. At the same time, he's trying to get her to win. Like, he's trying to see... Like, he basically apologizes, and she, like, remembers him. Like, she's like, I tried to emblaze him in my memory, a person who could seem so genuine, yet totally fool me, just like CL had. And he's trying to, like, lose. And the way that he plans to lose, this makes no sense, but the Maki balls that explode, if they explode on you, there's, like, a penalty. And so he, like, picks up two Maki balls, and, like, he's planning to basically, like... Like blow himself up in the middle yeah, of Yeah, like song. detonate them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so Oh, this is crazy. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Yes. Oh my god. There's so much. So he so he's she's telling him he's telling her to pick up the monkey balls, I guess, to throw them at him. I don't know yeah. what the point is. But she picks up the red one and the her touch activates it, and then suddenly something 
yellow streaks of yellow liquid appear on her fingers and you'll never guess what it is listeners you'll never guess you'll you could you couldn't if you tried it's a fucking smize the fucking smize is back and once again has just delivered itself to tookie yeah, so Gennaro is like, a smize? We haven't got one of those in a really long time. I guess this happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. So this is the first time it's happened in a while. So Tookie puts the smize on her face, and the moment it touches her skin, she feels a jolt in her heart. Yeah. Her head is cleared, and it's filled with an incredible pulsing energy. She says, so this is what a smize feels like, she thought, feeling stronger and more powerful than ever before. This line really, really got me. She goes, she felt beyond special, as if a switch had been turned on, illuminating her from the inside and dimming everyone else, which is the sort of zero-sum idea of beauty that, like, Tyra seems to be operating with. Like, you can only shine if other people are dimmed. And this triumphant moment of Tookie's, I really would love anything other than a line like this that implies that, like... Her radiance comes at the cost of other people. But that's exactly what we get. Like, it couldn't be more clear. Uh, But Tookie is suddenly, like, basically she goes, like, full-on, like, Phoenix mode Tookie. She's gonna be, she's, like, fucking hot now because she put on this, like, ugly accessory. (laughs) (laughs) Me every morning. Um, So, so then, um... So then she says, like, waves of words float into her brain and basically, like, beautiful in all these different languages. And then she's, like, she feels beautiful. It's, like, for the first time, I guess. Um, As she turned to Bravo, his jaw dropped. And it says, oh, my God, he said, staring at her, transfixed. When Mm -hmm. Tookie looked into the crowd, everyone else was gawking at her, too. Even (sighs) Webb, Alexander, and O'Neal, even Zarpiza. Who's O'Neal? Like, the other Bellas. who knows paled in comparison to Tookie's ravishing glow so Gennaro like is spellbound and he whispers whoa supermodel and eyes into the microphone what is god shut the fuck up what is that so then um meanwhile the countdown is still going on suddenly the crowd goes e which is after 15 minutes. Yes. Tookie has caused this whole transformation. Everyone's gawking at her. And then someone's like, oh shit. What's the next letter in the backwards alphabet? E. And then look, just to give you a sense of time, Tookie watched him. The balls beeps quicken. The, the ones that he's like, the detonating balls. Then the crowd goes, D. So we just get a single <laughs> sentence between those two. And... Oh, God, she stands this over Bravo. This next part is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. In the few remaining seconds, she places a hand <laughs> near her mouth. Oh, my God. Sticks out her tongue. Licks her thumb so slowly. Guys, remember this? Guess what's going to happen? She leans down and, like, glares into his eyes and, like, basically, like, wipes his eyebrows with her, like, saliva thumb. <laughs> Ew. to like to like basically be like this is what you're missing bitch like doesn't kiss him like this is what we're getting instead is this like cute like quirky act that they now have that was established a few pages ago and bravo explodes he doesn't explode yes he does with three big leaps she was she like backflips away from him and then kaboom the maki balls exploded Spraying contents all yeah, over Bravo. Yeah, it sprays all over him. He doesn't explode. He's, he's like holding bombs to his chest. He, for all intents and purposes, like, there's an, ex- okay, fine. There's an explosion 
around Bravo. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's like makeup and like other things. Man, like oil or <laughs> or whatever that is. Um so Tookie poses, remembering her like one thing that she learned in class. Um, which is how to pose, and Bravo turns his face away from the camera because he's too beautiful. If the camera captures him, he's gonna win, Amy. even if he's covered in ball juice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to work mandation into dirty talk from now on. No, don't you dare! I will, I will, I will be standing over you if you really? do that. <laughs> but like you know, this guy holding balls, like two balls in his hands, they explode, covering him in like juicy mandation. Like it's all very graphic. But whatever, that's not what Tookie's thinking about. She's she's <laughs> this made me crack up. She's posing, and then she does the one thing that like you'd never expect. She smiles, which smiles. is hysterical because like it's like a high fashion photo. Like they're never grinning ear to ear but Tookie gives like a big beaming grin and like and the camera like snaps the photo and it's supposed to be this big deal because they separate the line from like everything else it's like it's own line on its own which is it's supposed to be impactful and it's like she smiles oh oh it's low clap she smiled so Tookie wins who could have predicted? 106 points. Uh, how did she get 106 points? Babe, she smiled. Didn't she see the line? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you were under this impression. I thought it was out of 100 points. I get 106. <laughs> what is the upper limit of it? She, we don't know what the points are. We have no idea. We know nothing. But we are. You, you were thinking in terms of like logic. Yeah. And that's always our first mistake. But we're also like, we're led to believe that this is so significant because everyone is like, is the, is the orb arena broken? Like, how the hell did she get so. Everyone's like, we've never seen such a great turnaround in man attack history. Like, this is historic. No one has done what Toki de la Creme just did just now. Like, it's so baffling to everybody. No one can believe it. <laughs> oh, my God. Is anybody's drag name Toki de la Creme? Because it should be yours. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love to give Toki a second life through the art of drag. Except I would wor- I would worry about being killed. <laughs> yeah, as you should. Tyro would kill you with lawsuits. <laughs> And then, wait, so Tookie becomes the new champion. She wins everything. She wins. She won. And still, <laughs> even after all that, a bitch can't believe it. She goes, I won? Oh. Are you serious? I won. Believe- you just did want, like, the, she was just so confident and so, like, fucking ferocious about winning and still she cannot have one moment of like i did it like of course i won right of course i won so something i was thinking about this entire time was like while all these histrionics are going and when literally the crowd can hear every syllable being spoken between these two people that are on like a plank in the middle of a giant arena i was like how the hell is dylan supposed to distract from any of this like is Toki not the distraction like what is dylan gonna do but we get our answer when there's a high-pitched scream. And someone goes, She fainted! That... <laughs> I 
girl fainted. <laughs> oh no, not this. <laughs> Back rolls. <laughs> Like they couldn't let Dylan have one second of rest before someone calls her big or fat. Like, hard, like I'm sorry that I'm laughing so hard about this like macroaggression, but it is. It's just so crazy. bad. Like I screamed when I read it. Like <laughs> yes. that big girl fainted. Like I... so insensitive. And like the fact that Tookie knows exactly who it is because there's nobody else who has like an ounce of meat on the <laughs> right. model land. The only big person. Only and like for all intents and purposes, like Dylan is just a curvy person. Like she just has boobs and a butt. Like yeah. it's it's like she's not actually a fat person, which makes this even more frustrating to no. me because it's like so <sighs> incredibly fat phobic. The but just like why like why and also like we don't there's no one else where we're like we're like thinking about fainting right like we're queued up as a reader to know that if someone faints it's gonna be dylan because tookie again is like like in the same way that tookie looks up into the sky sees a flash of white and is like that's piper right like she's no one no one looks up and goes like oh my god that girl with albinism scuttling around on the ceiling has albinism right like and, and you know there's no like indicator there other than just like she sees a flash of white so like you know if we just heard oh my god that girl fainted or i don't know oh my god dylan fainted because these girls have been at school together for an entire year yeah that would have been fine but instead we get oh my god that big girl fainted yeah because she has to get in like her little digs whenever she can yes of Um, course terrible so then after that um wonderful line the orb arena goes dark pitch pitch black black. it was time and that is the end of chapter 37 okay all right what a mess thank you guys for bearing with us i know this is a uh, a longer chapter but we just wanted it was to very give you, long and we skipped a ton of stuff in this too that just was so much. too funny this chapter was pure model land gold um let's do a real quick rose and a thorn and then we'll wrap up with socials so i'm gonna say my rose is tookie finally sort of saying like I feel like I'm tired of everybody like taking yeah. my power from me. Like yeah. it's time for me to do something myself. That was uh, that was like the best moment of the entire book. It didn't feel satisfying, but it was like finally something. Yeah. Um my thorn, there are so many. I'm going to go ahead and say that the I'm trying to see which one is worse. There I mean, I I don't I guess it's it could be so many things. Like it's a sexualization of children, but also I'm going to go ahead and say the licking the thumb and the eyebrow thing, yeah. like not good, yeah. not effective, kind of gross. Um, I hated it. <laughs> How about you? I mean, the thing that made me, that brought me the most joy was that line about Dylan, which is horrible and I can't give it a rose, but my God, my God, did I laugh at that? Um, my rose is Bravo going peace <laughs> and leaving. That's great. Amazing. That, that is a very good rose. That's really good. And my 
Thorn, the thing that I'm looking at my notes, the thing that I wrote, no, was the Theophilus Lovelace's moment. I, that was awful. I hate it. In like, in, this is a buffet of horrible, and somehow that stood out as like a particularly shitty moment. And again, yeah, like course. you said, there's just like so like the smize randomly appearing that could be a thorn. In any other chapter, like any of these things would be the de- the definitive thorn. Yeah. But in this chapter, yeah. there's just so much happening, and yeah, it was just a mess. It was just yeah. Oh my god! But we got through it. We did. Thank you for that. That was. I'm so glad that we got to share that experience. Yeah. <laughs> So if you want to follow us on social media, we're at anchor.fm slash bad author book club. Our Twitter is at bad author pod. Our Instagram is at bad author book club. And our website is bad author book club dot wordpress dot com. If you want to follow me, Clarabelle, I'm at Clarabelle underscore Ortega on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok. My website is ClarabelleOrtega.com. And you can get my book, Witchlings, um, right now. It's out wherever books are sold. You can find it on my website and you can pre-order my upcoming graphic novel, Frizzy, which is out in October. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited for that. I took a peek at the cover page earlier today and, oh, I'm so psyched. It looks amazing. Isn't it so it's good? So the art good. is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, Ryan, I am the Ryan LaSala on Insta, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find all the news and events and stuff about me on RyanLaSala.com and... My upcoming books include the paperback to Reverie. My debut novel comes out on June 7th. So go ahead and keep an eye out for that. Yay. And then also The Honeys comes out in August, August 16th. And that is my debut horror novel. So you can go ahead and pre-order that anytime you like. Yeah. And thank you, Hot Queens. It has been another joyous week bringing you the the worst and the best of of our favorite reads. So remember (laughs) to find us on all of our socials, like, subscribe, boost the podcast and we will see you next week see you next week hot queens biggest kisses millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me get your personalized plan today at noom.com Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I have to tell you about these miniature gun models called goat guns. My guy loves building and collecting them. I was most surprised by the complexity of these models. They're really high quality. His dad and friends always ask about it. And if you ask me, these get a little too much attention around here. Shop for yours at goatguns.com.